This episode of Says Who is brought to you by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, where every Sunday, or at least most of them, you get a bonus episode of Says Who if you are a $5 a month or above uh, supporter. That's five bucks a month. Not really, not really a lot of money. Uh, at patreon.com slash says who books <laughs> I'm writing one right now buy books please oh god buy books Ugh. if you are uh, shopping for a says who fan or maybe you're a says who fan who simply wants to buy yourself something nice because you've earned it Go to merch.sayswhopodcast.com where we have things for you. Vicky Check sweatshirt, you we you want it, we got it. Mugs, you want it, we got it. Fanny pack, you want it, we got it. A who apron, apron, yes. Merch.sayswhopodcast.com. You want it, we got it. Uh, hey, Maureen, uh, are you... I don't. I don't want to interrupt if you're if you're in the flow. <sighs> what? Are you? You're, well, yeah. I mean, it's. I know that you're on deadline this week, but um. Then the murder. Oh, you probably don't want to say that out loud. Uh, don't say caught. that part into the microphone. Then, then everything. Okay, well, was. Are, do you want to maybe reschedule? Fine. Cool. Are you? Uh, Dan. Hey, Dan. Hey, Dan. Yeah. I got mm-hmm. a book too. Yeah. I got a book too. I, I know. Dan, I know. Dan, 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 Dan. Yeah. How's it? Dan. How, hey, uh, how's it going? Uh, it's going good. Dan. Yeah. <sighs> seems seems like mm-hmm. it's going good. Mm-hmm. Let's record the episode, Dan. Murder was a bad person. Welcome to Says Who, the podcast that isn't a podcast. Uh, It's, uh, I'm Maureen Johnson. And I am Dan Sinker. Hey, Maureen, welcome to December 2020. I'm, I'm tired. Good. Do you hear I'm tired my of voice? Your lo- I'm feeling mm. up. Mm. I hear. I do hear that. Yeah, bringing a little, thought I'd bring a little bit of energy to things today. How are you Why? doing? Why are you doing that? Just stop, just feeling up, feeling up. It's December 1st, 2020. Why not? Why not? Yeah. That's your whole, it's just why not? Why not? Let's do, let's do, yeah, I've done 11 months of not up, trying up. I mean, I don't, it's not like I want you to be down. I'm just, just I'm just Why you gotta bring me down? Feeling good. Not, all right. Feeling up. Dan, it's December and that is offensive. Well, yeah. I mean, doesn't it? it, it, You want to feel even more offended? It's only three months till March. mm, 
which is uh, will make a year of when we've been inside. So, you know, there's that. Uh, you may hear me chewing on a cough drop, Dan. I have a scratchy throat. It's not COVID. Uh, I just have, well, I have a, the weather is just shooting up and down temperature and then the building heat comes on and off and it's super dry heat that we can't control. So um, I, I keep having to suck on these throat drops just because I have a scratchy throat. But let me tell you, you want to get really paranoid is just have a, not now, scratchy throat. You know what I mean? Like, not now, I have uh, I have also had a scratchy throat on and off for the last week. It's totally weather and dryness and all of that. But I feel you. It's not a good feeling. There was uh, one of the days this weekend I was like, okay, I'm really tired. And my throat hurts. I know what's going on. But then the next I, day I felt fine. I bet I can explain the first one. Yeah. It's not sleeping for a year. Oh, yeah, there's that. Mm. Yeah. A friend and I were comparing our sleep data this uh, this morning. Because that's yeah. the kind of fun times I have. When you're a friend mm-hmm. of mine, that's the kind of fun and hijinks we get up to. And uh, he gets a solid eight and a half hours of sleep. And I was like, that is amazing. So do I. Uh, Jesus. We've I had been a good this. week I sleep this a last lot. week. And it was six hours and five minutes on average. I I sleep a lot. We we know this about me. Is the more Also, the harder I have to work, the more I have to sleep. Um, because I use up all my brain energy. And uh, yeah, so I sleep... Probably nine hours a night. Oh, Have to. Can't really function otherwise. How, speaking of functioning and work, how's it going? You are, in fact, on deadline this week. Oh, I also want to clarify that I'd taken over the counter sleep aid to do that. <laughs> Maureen's knockout drops. It, you know what? I kind of vary between, like, I. I'd take those for a while and then I have some other medication I can like, but I, I don't, it's nothing serious. It's just like uh, uh, Z-Quil is basically the, the official drug of 2020. <laughs> um, how's, how's your work going? Well, I have to apologize to the says Patreon subscribers for missing out on this weekend because um, I am on this, actual real deadline to get the box in the woods done it will be done sometime between friday evening and sunday morning yeah so i may also have to record the um the next uh bonus app on sunday because i may be finishing it on saturday i like it but it's i mean that'll be a fun celebration bonus episode i also i have so many kind of other obligations and get out the vote stuff. Like I have multiple sessions of, of, uh, of, of among us to play for charity. (laughs) Um, because I was part of something called romancing the runoff, which is organized by an amazing group of romance writers who raised something like $450,000 for various organizations in Georgia, including fair fight. Yeah. Basically, all of Romance Landia got together and had just a massive, mass like they did an amazing job, and they had a massive auction. And uh, 
I I put up some uh, box sets of Truly Devious, and I sold off my auctioned off my arcs of the Hunger Games. I had original arcs from when I was I was actually doing appearances with Suzanne right before that book came out because we were on the same seasons list at mm-hmm. Scholastic. Mm-hmm. I know. Well, it was like before the Hunger Games was a thing. Anyway, oh, I sold it. Yeah. You I were into sold the Hunger it Games before fight. the Hunger Games was cool. I got it. I we sold it, it for fair fight, Dan, for Georgia. No, I was shooting arrows at everything back before anyone was into archery. Look, last night I had a, a get out the vote group call with our friend Akila Hughes and a yeah. group of people in Georgia who are amazing. Um, so, yeah, it's all Georgia. But Dan, it's fine. Actually, you know what? This whole year has been so I haven't, it was like for most of it, and we've, you know, we've talked about this. The beginning part, the kind of March to April to May part was just trying to um, process what was going on and keep the household yeah. running. Don't, there's parts of that, a lot of April, I don't remember. Like, I yeah, remember it, but fair. only because I was just kind of, the only thing I did besides walking the dog was trying to figure out how to run the house. And get food yeah. in for everybody and bleach everything all the time and not get COVID. Yep. Uh, and then I feel like I've been writing with not even half a brain, but maybe a third of a brain for most of the year because stuff just kept happening. And then COVID got worse. And then by the time the election madness really kicked in, the brain power was way, way down. And I felt like I was working all the time and getting nothing done. Like it was just, it was just, you had to drag thing. It was, anyway, this last month, my brain was like, okay. And it flipped the switch. And now I, I now I'm in the the phase where the, you got to land the plane, land, you land the plane on the Hudson. So the book is getting done, Dan, but um, it's not pretty. There's a lot of notes all over my desk, five cups of coffee at all times. But it's getting done, Dan. We gotta do what we gotta do. To be fair to yourself, in mm. this narrative, you have neglected to mention the part where you wrote two other books. Yeah, I mean, I, I so did like, other work. Your brain was actually functioning at a fairly high level for quite a while. I don't think it's fair to say it was two. One of them, which is this... Uh, Murder Mystery Guide is very short. It was based on an article I wrote. And the hard work is actually the illustrations that my friend Jay is doing, which are amazing. Did you, did you write the article this year? Uh, did I write the article this year? Is it good? I don't think I did. Because that article came out as part of the release. Maybe in early January I did it. Well, there you go then. It's Come not on. this year, though. This year started in March. this year. No, no. I... It, it is important to celebrate the moments of our lives. What co- what coffee commercial was that? Uh, celebrate the moments of your life. Uh, Heinz gravy. No, was what? It's like Maxwell House or something. Now I need to know. Sorry. Um, celebrate the moments of your life. Slogan. Oh, General Foods International Coffees. Oh, people may not remember those because I don't think those no. existed. Do, do they? Ex- they might exist. 
I have no idea. They, they might. were these little square cans of instant coffee that had flavors. Fancy flavors. Mm. And that was like before there was decent coffee in any place you stop in all of America. That was like, oh, French like, vanilla. Like if you were having, uh, the way I imagine these things were used is if you were having a fancy party at home where you served your guests shrimp cocktail and other items at the end you would pull out little tiny coffee cups and make this weird inst flavored instant coffee where the yeah. tin was sort of the color of the nation's flag i think oh yeah it was so if it was french vanilla it would be in the colors of the french flag you know or if italian yeah. cream it would be the italian flag i think those were maybe the only two i don't know if there were any other flavors um oh, now i want to know what were the flavors this is all based on the like on the international house coffee extended universe like they yeah. their ads were very much a you are living the international house coffee lifestyle because oh, like everything you just exist. described is almost exactly their ads it was always like served in like a silver pot and shit it looks like it still exists does it it's just kind of called something different and the tanner looks a little different but it's a it's part of the maxwell house family of flavors okay here i'm looking at it uh i was wrong about the colors of the can they are stripy but they were not associated with the flags that just seemed okay. right to me but the flavors were orange cappuccino cafe vienna swiss mocha um yeah it it sort of looks like a big cat food can a little bit there oh i tell a lie there was one called cafe francais that was in the colors of the french flag i knew that came <laughs> from somewhere uh yeah so it was uh, it was fancy instant coffee, and it looks like they sort of still make it. It's just yeah, it's called Maxwell House International. That has to be an uphill uphill battle for them now because Starbucks has really taken the vaguely coffee flavored sugar cream market right out from under them. Can I give a controversial opinion? Sure. I kind of like instant coffee. I don't hate it. If you spend any time in England, you get yeah. used to instant coffee because that's really the go-to there. That's why I don't mind it because it reminds me of like going to visit Oscars. Like it's always, you know, they just have instant coffee. I think eventually I was like, hey, I'm going to buy a coffee pot. But um, <laughs> it, it just it just reminds me of being there. And it's actually. Anyway, this was a, this is this a long coffee talk to say. That you should celebrate the moments of your life, Maureen Johnson. I am um, I am a I am a big proponent. In fact, when we are done with this episode recording, I have to lead a workshop uh with my job ooh. job. Oh. And um part of the opening of that workshop is actually going to be to get people to write down the things that they have accomplished in the last three months. Because I ooh. think that we live in this weird, timeless space right now and we are all tired and distracted all the time and i actually think that it is worth taking stock of the things that you have done and celebrating them you know even if they are just simple things like you know i managed to have groceries most of the time and things Finished like that puzzle. Like, yeah like literally anything that you got done that 
involved maybe getting out of bed uh, at some point in the last nine months, you should grab it and celebrate it because it's not it's not been easy. That's for sure. And I'm fucking terrible at that. And so I'm trying to be better at that. Do you also freak out when you watch TV shows and you see people getting close to one another now? (laughs) I do it all the time. Not so much because all I've been like, until you brought Taskmaster into our life, Mm. uh, all which is often just filmed sort of one or two people on a screen. Uh, We had really just been watching Star Trek episodes for months and months. And so like being set in the future does not set off my COVID triggers for some reason. Well, Taskmaster is the best show. It is the best show. I watched one last night that has my favorite challenge of all time. Wow. What was it? So it, so this is a show in which uh, a, a group of celebrities competes over a, a number of weeks, but it doesn't, it's not as reality show that as that sounds. It's five of it's them. A it's a British very, show. It's so British it's funny. got that kind of British challenge show where you aren't really competing for anything and everyone just likes each other. And it's funny. It's completely a comedy show. And they get incredibly weird tasks that require very creative thinking because you can solve them in any number of ways. But there's one in which the host, Alex Horn, is up on a railway bridge with a hat with lights on. And the person competing is on the, uh, a faraway railway bridge. And then every 10 seconds, Alex... M- has a bullhorn that makes a loud noise and he ducks down for 10 seconds. And in that 10 seconds, the person has to run. And there's a, there's like a whole railway station. They put all kinds of weird stuff around and you have to try. The idea is to get as close to Alex without being seen. But every 10 seconds, he pops back up again, whoop, 10 seconds, whoop. And he goes back down and the people have to kind of keep track if he's up or down and then sort of run from thing to thing and figure out ways to hide. It looks like the most fun I have ever seen. Like, I would love to do that. It's good. It's so good. It's so good. I, it, is a, it is a wonderful show. Most of it is up on YouTube. I feel, like, I feel like we have talked about Taskmaster every episode since you first brought it up. It's really good, though. It is really, really good. But you know it what, is Dan? De- it defined our November. Yes. The one thing I've noticed about our conversation the last couple of weeks is that we've done a lot of reminiscing, a lot of TV talk, because I feel like certain things are not at the hot forefront of our brains at all times. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like what? Well, you know, Trump continues to lose in a way that's just... So remarkable. And yet, it, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, um, he, he has kept a losing streak going for almost a full month now. And it will continue potentially for an entire another month where he just gets to lose the election over and over and over again. Just yesterday, 
uh, Wisconsin and Arizona, the last two states that the campaign has been actively attempting to change the outcome of, certified their election results. So this is like the second or third time he's lost both of those states. Um, Arizona Governor Doug Ducey, who really looks like a Doug Ducey. Um, <laughs> yeah, he does. That's he Doug, is, there's no question about the fact that that guy is Doug Ducey. Doug Ducey uh, was signing the certi- their certification documents yesterday when his phone went off. He was doing it in front of uh, press and media. There's video of this where it's silent other than the sound of um, rapid fire cameras going off. So it's like. And a little real- little phone scribbling like little he's scribbling uh, on signatures. He's. Yeah, he's like moving through documents and scribbling and then really quiet. It works best, in fact, if you wear headphones. I missed it the first time uh, because I watched it without headphones on. You hear real quiet. Hail to the chief start playing. The like do, 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 do. And he quickly scrambles into his pocket, pulls out his phone and silences it. Well. Back in July, when Arizona was under full COVID assault, Ducey was bragging to anyone that would hear him that the president called him every day and that he had set his ringtone to hail to the chief so that he'd always know when the president called. Dan, he now, uh, now Ducey and Kemp from Georgia have both gone under the under the bus. Trump is was railing about them this morning. Um it's all E2 Brute over there. You just just it's snakes and traitors everywhere he looks. Yep. <sighs> yep. He's still so like think about at some point the information was conveyed to Donald Trump that Doug Ducey was going to be signing these documents at, I don't know the exact time, but we'll say 2 p.m. And so Trump is like, I got to call him to get in front of this. So he calls him at 2 p.m. Like, yeah, literally in front of everyone. Yeah. Can we break that down a little bit more? Because I just want to I was thinking about that without really forming the thought clearly in my head. There was just some part of me that was like, why is he? No. And that is amazing. Yes. He knew when it was going to be. And then he called not even at, but like probably like two or three minutes after, you know, <laughs> or maybe even five minutes after, yeah. you know, when the thing was underway. This is the president still trying to fuck with these results, even as they kind of move toward official certification. Last week in a last ditch Effort after a number of last ditch efforts, Trump invited Pennsylvania state lawnmakers to the White House. Uh, we know about the meeting only because one of them, State Senator Doug Mastriano, had to leave the meeting abruptly after his COVID test came back positive. <laughs> now, you can break that one down for just a second. So, The president continues to invite state lawmakers to the White House to try and influence them to change the results of the election, even after that attempt 
with uh, lawmakers from Michigan didn't work. The only difference here was they kept it much quieter. Um, so that's uh, concerning. Then the White House continues to have the most lax testing process in the world, <laughs> even after multiple super spreader events there. Letting So they they tested everyone and then they just said, go on in and start your meeting. And then partway through the meeting, they yank him because his test comes back positive. Does the meeting stop? No, Maureen, it does not. The meeting continues. As far as I know, nobody self-quarantined. Nobody else left the meeting. Mastriano, for some reason, was there at the White House with his kid and a friend. Sure. Don't know why. But I believe the kid tested positive and the friend did not. So Just bring a friend. Bring a friend to the White House. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Bring a friend to the White House. Yeah, that's how it works. When the president's trying to give you a shakedown to overturn election results, bring a friend along. Bring your kid and a friend. They're going to have to, I think, burn all the furnishings of the White House. It's like if you have bed bugs. There's so much COVID in the White House. Yeah. I what do you do at a certain point? You just They could they could invite Canada down to finish the job they started in the eighteen hundreds. Ooh. Um, but I mean, between the kind of listening devices and the actual, uh, biological bugs, what do you, you just burn it down, burn it down, start over. The place is no good anymore. It is not. Burn it. It, yeah, sounds fine. Just like Independence Day style. Just blow it up. Like at the end of Little House on the Prairie when they blow up the town. I thought you were going to say when they blew up the White House. And I was going to be like, I missed that part of Little yeah, House on the Prairie. Really? Yeah, they're like, it's it, that that show is called fucking White House on the Prairie. And they just <laughs> now at the end of Little House on the Prairie, when that series ended, the railroad was going to come through the town and take over the town. So those motherfuckers blew up their own town in slow motion for like 10 minutes. That's what I we got to do. I saw the movie Independence Day on opening night at about two or three in the morning. And the entire audience had been drinking heavily uh, for the many hours before that. And when they blew up the White House, the whole place fucking exploded. Every, like People were jumping up and high-fiving. It was fucking <laughs> wild. It was amazing. I don't know that I've ever been in a crowd that felt that unified <laughs> than the drunken crowd at a now, I believe, closed-down movie theater in downtown Chicago. When they blew up the White House, it was amazing. That place is so compromised, Dan. I mean, I know there's history there, but we've got to just get rid of it. <laughs> we've Sounds got good. Do the right thing and do the American thing and put put the White House on a cruise ship and just drift it around so that everyone <laughs> can go to the, you know, the Lido deck and the the buffets that are open all night. God damn it. We're Americans. Let's have the let's have our 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 Capitol building in a or our, our home of our leader on a goddamn cruise ship. At this point, other than the other than the pool, really, what's the difference between the White House and a cruise ship in terms of Nothing. COVID exposure right now? Dude, give move over, norovirus. 
there's a new sheriff in town. Come on, let's fucking do this. <laughs> uh, uh, well, we are still operating in reality, Maureen, where mm. Trump will be exiting the White House at some point between now and January 20th. But uh, to talk to the Trump folk, they they are gearing up for another round of uh, another four years. Rudy and his ever-shrinking crack team of lawyers, pretty much entirely down to the, the, the married couple that helped him fuck around in the Ukraine last year. Uh, they continue to get their ass handed to them like they are the grand prize winners of an ass handing contest. <laughs> they are now they have appealed up to the point where we are entirely in the circuit courts that are basically all staffed by Trump appointed judges, and they are still losing. With uh, Pennsylvania refusing to even look at their evidence because they did such a piss poor job of trying to make it to the appellate courts. That's not stopping them from filing lawsuits. Just today, they dropped one in Wisconsin asking the state Supreme Court there to invalidate a couple hundred thousand votes. They're not likely to win that. That is after recounting in Wisconsin, uh, but only the two most populous counties in Wisconsin, which also happen to be the two counties in Wisconsin with the largest black population. Uh, and that recount actually, which cost them $3 million, they refused to pay the full seven, which would have counted all counties in Wisconsin, three million bucks. And Biden won 82 more votes. <laughs> it, that's a that's the perfect number. I didn't not too many, just a couple <laughs> Yeah, just really just nice. enough, just enough uh, that has not stopped Trump from fundraising for the legal battle, having raised more than one hundred and fifty million dollars since uh, since the election, according to The Washington Post, though they point out that almost none of that money actually has to be used for legal stuff and is instead going to head to Trump's new pack that he has set up. And for which the rules of a political action committee mean that he can basically use the money for anything, including paying himself. Oh, he wouldn't do that. There's so much honest. more leeway in how you spend money with a political action committee than there is for a campaign committee. So all of the all of the narrative that Trump is going to announce that he is officially running for reelection on Inauguration Day, I think, is. Silly, because that would tie him up quite a bit in terms of how he can and can't use money that he raises. Mm. So instead, he will be thinking about it and raising a bunch of bunch of money. So good times. Dan, I have a question. Hmm. I'm asking us to game out the future again. <laughs> oh, good. Come on. When do you think the legal stuff will stop. Never. Well, really? I mean, the, so on the 6th is when, is that when the Electoral College convenes? Uh, or the 12th? 
I believe it's the 14th is when the Electoral the College convenes. I think that everything has to be done, like all states have to have certified by the 8th, and then the Electoral College actually votes on the 14th. I think I'm pulling those dates out of my ass, but I'm pretty sure that that's, that's right. And then uh, I think the 6th you're thinking of is January 6th, which is when a joint uh, meeting of Congress meets to ratify the votes when they actually convene and vote do we find out the results of their votes of the electoral college yeah absolutely so we find them out that day yeah yeah and then there there will likely be like if you look at 2016 um the uh, the electoral votes from the election itself and the actual electoral college votes are actually slightly different numbers. And that's because there were a couple of electors that jumped from Trump to Hillary Clinton. The unfaithful electors. Yeah, I think there were two unfaithful electors in that one. Um, And you do see that from time to time. So the numbers may wobble a little bit, but they are not going to magically become a Trump victory by any means. How many... um Votes are between them right now. 306 to 232. And so you would need how many then if there were 232? How many? You would need what? Let's see. You'd need 40. He'd need 40, 40. To, to, 40 to, to get up. Right. To Well, th- 38 to hit 38. 270. Unlikely that 38 of them are going to. Uh, no. Zero, zero chance of that. Hey, Dan, I don't want you saying things like that. Uh, uh. I'll just be happy when they're done. Oh, let's just, yes. Let's, let's just get through this, Dan. Dan, don't. I don't. mean, there is definitely the possibility of some. The, the results are almost certainly not going to be affected, but there is a very high chance of a Matt Getz or a Jim Jordan doing some fuckery when uh, when the joint session of Congress happens. But it will it will probably not end up. And in fact, I was just reading a I think it was a piece in Politico about it. Uh, In 2016, there were Democrats that tried to kind of slow down that process as well. And eventually uh, Joe Biden gaveled them out and were basically like literally said something like this is done. Gaveled down. So Mike Pence may be in that situation this time since the vice president presides over the joint session. Well, then on December 8th, do you think that on the 9th, the, the uh, legal wrangling will stop? No, okay. I think it, I, I, it is a good grift for them, right? It Give is. the sense that you are moving forward, kick an incredible amount of mud into the air and uh, and be able to raise money along the way, none of which you actually have to use toward the thing that you're saying you're raising it for. It is a it is a hell of a good grift for them. It's a good scam. It's a good scam. And, you know, the kind of added bonus is they get to create a whole legion of people to whom they believe the actual election itself is is not valid and that will at least in theory, stick around. The problem is they're dealing with a real wild shot at the top who currently 
is spending a whole lot of his time, for instance, taking his shots at the governor, Republican governor of Georgia, who has to preside over a runoff election there that's going to decide the ultimate power balance of the Senate in a month. And Trump is picking fights with basically the entire Republican establishment of Georgia. So they are almost like he doesn't give a shit about anybody and except himself. It's weird. Well, I mean, did anyone would have thought it right? Right. Did anyone think that this was going to end in any other way than him burning the house down on his way out of it? Which is what I'm for, by the way. That way we can go to the cruise ship. <laughs> Telling you, it's a good idea, Dan. Oh, meanwhile, you, he's starting to pass out pardons. Joe Biden, Biden wearing a little captain's hat. Aye, aye, everybody. Uh-oh. Come on. Get on board. It's I know a, it's where this the, is going. It's the fucking love boat. Uh, little, uh, so good. I feel like you're just fucking conjuring the shoe right here in front of us. Mm. Look, Dan, you, you can't. Oh, wow. Shoot. All right. I was ready for it. I'll tell you who's ready for ah, it. Ah, damn it. Ah, I come when you least expect it. And you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> that hey. one hit me a little slow there, Amy How's Carter Shoe. How's my man? He's he's doing well. You know what? I I am sorry to inform you. Actually, he uh he broke his foot. You know just why? Just the other day. You know why? W- why? Because he only needs one shoe. Uh, I did that. I did that. It's one shoe time. That meant taking the other foot out. It's what I needed to do. One shoe only. It's like misery. Okay. <laughs> oh no. I did what oh, needed no, to be done. It just got real dark. Thought you were going on the love boat, but here we are. You're I'm in working misery with the now. dog. Yeah. I'm working with that dog. I said we gotta get that other foot out of the business. Hey Dan? Uh-huh. God, I hear I there's a Maureen's coming back. I hear there's a hmm? super spreader event at the White House. Yeah. Well when I when 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 my man gets in there, there's gonna be a different kind of super spreader event. You know uh... what I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm biding my time. You know what I mean uh, by biding my time. I uh, do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. He's oh, it's my man time. Basically, Dan, I'm just kind of chilling out until uh, till my man gets in there. So you know, it's pretty relaxing right now, waiting okay. for the man. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear you're getting some. Re- I know you worked real hard during yeah, the campaign, so I sure did. Glad you're getting some rest. Uh, I didn't say that. Hmm. Kicking back. Okay. Uh, super spider. Uh. uh. God damn it! <laughs> like goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Good goodbye. Oh my, uh, Maureen Johnson. She she really likes you. I yeah. She just wouldn't go away that time. No, well you summoned she, her. Yeah, she, I did. Well, technically, I think it was you. Anyway, no. speaking Maureen Johnson about super spreading events ah. that are not no. The White House is planning more than a dozen indoor 
holiday parties for the next few weeks. Including a large congressional ball on December 10th. Damn. Yeah. Now I'm going to ask something that I know the answer to. Oh, okay. But I just want to say it out loud. Sure. Do these people learn? No, they definitely don't learn. They seem to actively, actively not learn. They're defining... Their defining feature is that of not learning. When we look back on this time, we will see easily in the first sentence or two will be, and they never learned. (laughs) They never did. They just did the same thing every day. Every day. They said Rudy... They sent Rudy Julie out there every day to do the same thing. And then they had a bunch of parties where they all caught COVID over and over again. It's like if the mask of the Red Death, you got to the end of that story and then you flip the page and then the story just started over again. <laughs> With the it's words, and the next day. <laughs> it's just written on a pa- long sheet of paper twisted like a Mobius strip. <laughs> Soon as you finish. You, you start just... it again. It no, is... they don't learn. No, they really don't. And I don't. That's why we're all so confused all the time. One of many reasons is that things just keep happening over and over again in the same way. With no yep. variation. None. None. The last month, if you did not pay attention to the fact that Joe Biden introduced new members of his cabinet all the time, if you were only paying attention to sort of Trump and COVID, you would be seeing the same stories literally every day. Yeah. They put a lawsuit in, they lose that lawsuit. They put another one in. They Someone gets COVID, then they go back and they get COVID again. Like, it's the same story. Ru- Speaking of Rudy, he mm-hmm. has a... We have talked about his... We have talked about his communications aid before, right? I feel like she was a topic of conversation at some point. No, I don't remember talking about her. Oh, my goodness. My (laughs) goodness, Maureen Johnson. That is a whole mystery wrapped up in a riddle inside an enigma uh, right there. I just have to pull up her name real quick. Uh, So he has a a 20-year-old communications assistant named Christiane Allen, who is a Liberty University, I believe, student. This came up a long, long time ago. Yeah, I'm looking at a Politico article entitled The Mystery of Rudy Giuliani's Spokeswoman. It was written literally a year ago, December 10th, 2019. Um, She has continued to stay in his employ and... uh, also continued to post sort of slightly soft focused lifestyle photos to Instagram. <laughs> and uh, just last week posted a soft focus photo of a cup of tea and that said that she'd been sick. She'd had the flu for a week, but oh. was finally feeling a little better. Mm-hmm. And then she added the 
hashtag COVID-19 negative, which that was not a hashtag I clicked through on Maureen Johnson because I didn't need that shit in my life. Oh, no, no, but, no. Um, but I, I, it is interesting. One week would have been a week after Rudy's son got COVID. Uh, at the or one week after his his son announced he had COVID, and one week after a number of other people that were involved in various Rudy exploits got COVID, but she just had the flu. So a hundred percent, she had COVID. I would guess. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, you know what? Hey, listen, no reason you can't have both. I don't think one. I don't think one knocks out the other. Different organism. We just got flu shots this weekend. We there was a drive-through flu shot happening. In our neighborhood. It was great. That's They kind of lean in the car? Uh, you just open the car door, roll up a sleeve, open the car door, and they just pop in and stick a, stick a needle in your arm. That's great. I had to, we had to go into Walgreens for ours, but that's yeah, okay. Yeah, we, we would have ended up doing that, but it was, there was a, uh, an email went out, and Janice thankfully jumped right on, signed us up. We were in the line and out of the line with... With a uh, newly acquired flu vaccine within 15 minutes. It was great. If I had a car, I think I would just go out and sit in it sometimes for a different place to sit. Yeah, it's nice. We don't. Yeah, we don't. It's just not a just it's not nice. It's quiet. It's quiet. Seems nice. Yeah, this it's a good place to go. Man. <laughs> place to go to get away. Uh, you know what my friend Kate well, does? That's like hmm. she's taken up during quarantine. What? Horseback riding. What? How? Where? How do you take that? Just take that up during quarantine. That feels like a lifestyle choice. I didn't, she lives in a very sporty state, not in Colorado, wow. where you can very horsey place. You you can go ride horses. Like it's yeah. you know it's fairly distanced. It's not you know it's all outdoors and it's it's something you can do safely. That'd be nice. So she's like, yeah, it's just really. In fact, she kind of. She got a whole, I think what you do is you kind of pay for the horse's care. Like the horse lives at the stable still, but that's your horse or something. Like oh, she basically wow. got a horse. Yeah. It's, Damn. She's like a, she, one day she was like, hey, I'm going to get a horse. People have horses, which always amazes me. Like we yeah. have a bunch of neighbors with horses and I'm like, are you a king? But I don't think you have to be a king to have a horse. Oh, just, like they. They own horses. O Oscar's family has. Well, they also live in a forest full of horses, but they have they have horses. They just grab one every now and then. No, it's much weirder than that because they Oscar, live in this place. It's time to go in the forest and acquire a horse again. Yes, it's sort of like that because they live in a in a forest full of wild ponies, which are horses. They're not small; they are horses, and all of the ponies are technically owned. So they own. A pony out on the on the in the forest, and then they own two ponies that live on their like, where their house is. There you go. That's the kind of place where people have horses because it's full of horses, and everybody has a lot of space because they live in a forest. So <laughs> it's wild to me, though. Like I'm always like, you just have some, but I'm used to it now. Like I used to when I go to their house. That's how you know. That's how I got ringworm. I got it from a hot horse. And uh, mm. I've never ridden their horses, though. No. When I go back to England, I'm going to ask if we can ride the horse. 
we went on a, the last time I rode a horse was a few years ago in South Dakota. We went on a little horseback ride. It was great. I, I like riding to ride on horses. a horse. Yeah, they're yeah. great. The last time I rode a horse, it was when I was visiting Gettysburg with someone and I was, was like, it was a big family kind of visit. It was very awkward. And so we left and there were, we saw an advertisement for like horseback rides of the, of the battlefield. And I was like, what's going on a horse? And they were like, anyone ever ride a horse before? And nobody had but me. And they're like, okay, we're going to give you this horse. Like I was like some kind of cowgirl. They're like, you're going to be the best horseback <laughs> rider. Dan, I rode horses when I was a little kid. I'd not like, but for some reason they're like, you will be like head horse person. I was like completely unqualified for that, but okay. They gave me this horse that was nuts. And I rode, rode that horse all day even when that horse got spooked and reared up. And I was oh, like, ah. yeah, I was fine though. I stayed on. Well, they were right. The horse. Yeah. You were like a trick horse rider. And uh, yeah, but yeah, Kate now, I just she straight up just has, she, and, not, and the horse doesn't live at her house because she lives like in the suburbs. So you, there's no room for a horse. She technically has a horse now. So if I go to visit her, I can, when all this is over, I can be like, take me to your horse. No, that's Go see great. a horse. Ride a horse. Just hang out with a horse. Colorado, man, that's all they do is outdoor stuff. They go skiing. They go like paddle boarding. There's just nature all over the place that they're just doing stuff in. It's true. We don't have that. We're just excited in New York because we have one owl and we all go look at it. Is, is, does New York get one novelty bird a year? Because it was like a real good looking duck before this. Yeah, we had the duck earlier and now we have an owl that everybody's, I forget what kind of owl it is, but everybody's super excited about it. Um, it's up in Central Park. I wish I could go see the owl, except that's too far. And I don't, the only place way we kind of get around now is by walking and I'm not going to walk to Central Park. That is no. too far of a walk. Um, that would that's be a, like a whole- Whole day. It's a whole day of like going up to Central Park. And, and then where do you go to the bathroom? Because we're not going to the that. bathroom. Where, did we, did you walk with me on the day that I just walked all day in Manhattan? Or were you, you were, I think you were gone. I don't think I did. I walked, uh, I walked 26 miles that day. Yeah, yeah you can do that. I here. left early in the morning and then I would just text people when I, when I was, like I would hang, someone would walk along with me for a while. We'd chat and I'd kind of put out on Twitter, th throw a friend a text and be like, hey, who wants to meet up at this corner? And then there'd just be someone waiting at the corner and we'd walk around for a while. It was great. That was one of my favorite ways that I spent a day. It's but really, boy, I could not fucking walk the next day. It's That's a lot of walking. It was a lot of walking. But yeah, I ended but we, up in Central Park, but there were no owls. We, I, I've spent many a good day walking around Central Park with people talking about stuff, and it's a great place to walk around. It's just, it's just a bit too far right now, and um, yeah. so we don't we don't go. If it's subway, easy ride up there, but it's just too far right now, and we haven't been on a subway. Uh, hey, you're last... Talking about the restaurant for a second. Oh man, just sometimes you just gotta really go to Subway. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I entertained myself just now by the fact that I referred to Subway as a restaurant. Hmm. 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 Well, fine dining establishment named Subway. We saw a commercial for the Olive Garden last night, Dan, and we like We're, slow your roll, Olive Garden. <laughs> They're like unlimited breadsticks. I'm like, who's coming into? Who's going to the Olive Garden right now? 
Oh, more people than you would want to know. Oh, Dan, I'm still not used to this. You and I, we never, we went in in March and we never came out. I go out never. a little bit more than you because I walk into um, Walgreens and occasionally one food store. Yeah. And the, and the, the hardware store. The only building that I have gone into since March was the teens high school one time because we had to pick up a book. Yeah. That's Other it. people have been doing stuff. Oh, yeah. And I, I, I don't think I'm ever going to quite get over the, the contrast. Like, the, whenever, occasionally I still see people on Facebook, they're like, and we went out to eat again tonight. I'm like, what? Yeah. What? There are people yeah. that are going out to eat all the time. What are you doing? Also, Dan, not not for nothing, because they're starting to winterize the outdoor dining areas around New York. And uh, let me tell you, they are indoors now. Those are just I indoors. I have seen that. And I yeah. have thought to myself, the idea that you should dine outdoors, and by that they mean literally construct wooden buildings with studs mm. every 16 inches and walls mm. and windows, mm -hmm. but that happen to be in parking spaces mm -hmm. does not actually mean that that's outdoors. Yeah, they're just indoors now. They don't have, I mean, the only difference is they don't have doors on them. They're just kind of sheds. <laughs> they're indoors. They're just indoors. Like I see people sitting there, normal table distance apart. I mean, there's a little more airflow. That's the only difference. I mean, is there? There's definitely like the, more airflow because there's there's no door on these structures, and they'll have maybe sometimes a little venting area up top. So oh by boy. just by the by the there's it's it's like a it's it's even less than a marquee that you'd like have at a it's like yeah it's just like a shed. Imagine if you it's had not, a shed and you left the door open. Yeah. It's like that. No, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. Says who? It's made possible by you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who, where for just five bucks a month, not only do we send you a sticker, but you get episodes of says who every Sunday or almost every Sunday. Me and Maureen talking about yeah, shit. Yeah, sorry. Sorry again, you guys. It's okay. You you know what? It's okay. It Yeah. Psh, come on. Come on, they're getting a lot. There's like 60-some-odd episodes of the Town Watch now. Sorry. It's like a whole other long-running podcast available for you at patreon.com slash says who. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Our logo was designed by Darth. You can contact us at says who podcast on Twitter. You can email at hey, that's H-E-Y, it says who podcast.com. Join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says whovians. Our Facebook group, who I will just point out is a whole bunch of really amazing, incredibly supportive, truly remarkable people that are helping each other out in all sorts of ways during all of this. That group is moderated by Janice Dillard. You can also join a fan run discord server where they're watching movies and playing games a lot at tinyurl.com slash says who discord. And please spread the word, subscribe and leave stars and reviews on Apple podcasts or wherever you listen and join us next Wednesday, December 9th 
for our next episode. Dan, it's not December. Would you shut your big bearded face with this? It, It is. I looked at the calendar before we even started recording to double check. It is actually December 9th, next Wednesday. And from my basement in Chicago, I am Dan Sinker. And when you next hear my voice, God help me. This book should be done. Yeah. Yeah, oh. Will. Oh, or or I'll be dead. Like there's just one the same dead. Hey, why not both? Hey, good thinking. Yeah. I'm Maureen Johnson. And this has been Says Who. Bye, guys. See you later. Oh, boy. Only one shoe to rule them all. Mm. Bye-bye.